everyone this is the first day for show podcast and in our third episode we are going to talk about a musical blockbuster from the 90s we're going to talk about ashiki this is your host pat and i have my co-host bugs and shrini with me hey bugs hey shrini hey pat hey shrini hey guys how is it going What an album what music I don't remember anything about Ashiki when I saw it how I saw it I I had no memories of my first day first show for Ashiki it was too early in the day 1990 I was not going to any first day first show I don't remember anything I just remember seeing this movie before and obviously all the songs were amazing I didn't remember the story when I saw it recently but surprisingly I liked the movie I really liked the movie when I saw it recently it was like a nice uh, Uh, 90s romantic meet cute and then it suddenly becomes uh, abhiman in the second half but nicely done uh, bakshini what do you think how how did you feel about the it's funny that uh, we talking about ashiki in first day first show because uh, uh, like pat was saying uh, it was never a theater movie i don't think i've uh, watched uh, ashiki in theater ever i in fact uh, i don't know whether it's right to say i have wa- seen ashiki at all i've only heard ashiki <laughs> <laughs> I, i've only heard ashiki and heard of ashiki and for me the poster and the cassettes that's the only thing that i remember that poster with uh, anu agarwal and uh, so whoever it was uh, uh, behind the blazer uh, and uh, mahesh but directed by mahesh but that's the only thing that i remember and the cassettes that's it somehow i remember the movie i i have definitely seen it i remember the story when i saw it recently i remember tom alter like i re- re- remembered what's wrong with tom alter what why is he not letting them be together stuff like that when i saw it then but now i remember like what's wrong with tom alter yeah but for me i have this weird story about ashiki i mean it's one of those movies i have this this habit of not wanting to see some movies ashiki was one such movie i mean all the kids in my school the music was a big rage everybody knows about it and uh, the bayas of my school as they used to call it as they used to call them in kendri vidyalayas all had this hairstyles fashioned after rahul roy i could see the baggy pant inspiration of rahul roy and all i did not want to see the movie i successfully evaded the movie for some 15 odd years sometime in 2006 god forbid unfortunately i got caught in this video coach bus and an overnight bus and i was right in the first seat and the tv was staring in my face and they put ashiki boss so i could not but avoid i, I there was no way i could avoid the movie it was blaring in my face and i was forced to see the movie that's how i saw ashiki so your your first day first show was like 15th year first show <laughs> which brings me to the question that uh, like bargo was mentioning uh, i have seen ashiki only on a video cassette i think i must have seen it two or three times uh, until the rewatch happened but 
all the times i don't remember that ashiki was a movie that any one of us went to the theater to watch it did you watch it in the theater yeah even that's what i'm saying even i don't remember where i saw ashiki but i've seen it it could be video it could be some satellite tv release i don't know when i saw it but 100% have seen it but where i don't even remember hey that's a funny thing right like because i remember movies prior to ashiki which is something like tezab or uh, even uh, what is it kayamat se kayamat tak both of those which are some 88 89 if i'm right my, my memory serves me right i remember seeing those in theater but i don't remember i mean okay obviously i told you already guys that uh, i did not see ashik in theater at all it could be that we saw it on tv when it got the satellite release because fir teri kahani yaad hai if you yes. remember i clearly remember i saw it on tv it was a satellite only tv release was it not the sequel was it not supposed to be the sequel or kind of a movie of uh, ashiki no no it was it, it was not a sequel i think it was just a tv movie if i can call it so i have a feeling ashiki probably got a satellite release and i saw it on z tv or something so uh, for me ashiki is clearly a video cassette movie because i remember we used to stay in a combined family kind of a setup like you know different families in a very uh, close compound and uh, we used to have this uh, video cassette sharing system where uh, two of the houses uh, households had um, uh, this uh, vcr or vcp whatever you call it and all the remaining households would put in uh, pull in some money and get a cash everyone will keep the video cassette recorder for two days they will watch three movies return it so that that used to be some about 10 bucks or something and uh, i remember ashiki was something that had a simultaneous video cassette release also with the movie theater release uh, this is this is slightly odd because those days this was not like for example suraj barjatia when he released hum aapke hain kaun hum aapke hain kaun for 6 months or more did not get a tv release But did you know Mayne Pyar Kiya had a same day cassette release, video cassette release? I I saw Mayne Pyar Kiya on a video cassette on the same day release. It was not a camera print; it was an original print. It's very strange. Okay, I I did not know that. Yeah, wow. I don't remember anything. I just remember I've seen this. Could be VCR, could be TV, could be uh, satellite. I don't remember. But vague memories of uh, you know Avtar Gill. I remembered very clearly. I remembered Bushtaq Khan's character. With the moment I saw them. I immediately remembered their story. Like he was this good guy, a good cop, friend, master. The Ji. character that I always remember is Anand Desai. Anand Desai, even Virendra Saxena, he was big on TV. He is the guy who plays that harmonium in Tu Meri Zindagi Hai on the road. By the way, there is this. Uh, you remember this guy called uh, Bashir Khan who comes in this movie? Ha ha ha! The the talent hunt guy. Talent hunt guy. He was Angad in Ramana. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fantastic man. <laughs> Was I was mind blown, man. Okay. I I did not check this. I will have to check it after we discuss. I have to go and see him again. Well, boss, it very is very difficult to make out Angad in Ramayana with this guy because we know Angad's makeup, right? Coming back to the movie nostalgia, I realize none of us have any nostalgia remembering any experience of watching this movie. Shini hasn't seen it. Bugs avoided it. But when you saw it recently, did did you like the movie? Because I kind of enjoyed the movie. Uh, I actually I didn't know this movie had so many layers. I just remembered the songs. But when I was watching this movie recently, I realized okay, there is this. Okay, they are also talking about something else. They are talking a lot of things. They are taking a lot of themes. So I was pleasantly surprised when I saw Ashiki recently. But if you really look at it, what I enjoyed the most uh, watching uh, rewatching the movie was uh, it reminded me of all my Chitrahar videos. So essentially all. 
all the chitrahar uh, songs that were there when which were stuck they were played for a zillion times on chitrahar especially main duniya bhula dunga which was like i think on every every chitrahar episode main duniya bhula dunga was there very vivid memory of uh, uh, rahul roy and deepak tijori working out to dheere dheere mere zindagi mein aana okay and the typewriting institute where uh, they go to nazar ke samne right so i remember the songs so those songs were my dots so when i was rewatching all i was doing is i was just connecting those dots and uh, those connectors were not attractive for me i mean i didn't like the way they it was connected i think this is a true musical it's a musical in a true sense the way hollywood musicals were made right there is no there is a story yes there is a plot but it's absolutely think like it's a musical songs can be there at any moment hero heroine can do anything there are very very good guys there are some very very evil guys and things happen that's what i felt uh, two points which i struck me was one is i i mean i just saw this movie recently only for i mean for some reason my hatred for the movie was so much that when i saw the movie also i didn't uh, i mean even in that video coach i i did enjoy it but as you absolutely said when i saw it again recently for this podcast i like the movie bus i don't have any doubts about that and pat the other thing i did some homework on this i mean not homework when i say homework i mean to say i'm talking about wikipedia essentially what wikipedia says is apparently this was a music album planned by gulshan kumar and the movie album's name was chahat yeah exactly and i also i also did one more thing i just did a quick look at the number of songs and number of minutes so the songs are approximately 62 minutes of the movie boss okay the running time of the movie is 148 minutes now take away 8 minutes for the credits and all of that rubbish interval and all of that now 60 minutes is just only songs boss so as you and it plays back to the point which you made that it's a pure play musical it's a musical where it hit really hard that this is a musical which i'm watching is through avtar gill's character avtar gill's character the moment you are like thinking what is happening avtar gill will immediately come break the fourth wall and tell you boss he has an assistant uh, uh, savant i think his name is so he'll say are savant ye love story hai so that is the way of him telling the audiences this is possible because this is a love story so it that way it was like a fantastical musical about love and it it's really very intentionally done that way and after gil i really thought is that guy who is in fact there is a scene where he tells rahul roy also in the beginning right he says uh, you know pyar karo gussa mat karo and life is more than death and obviously the movie influenced people a lot and i think it was intentional the kind of messaging which was being done in the movie i think i thought it was like very nicely done and yes like the tropes are there there is a guy breaking a fourth wall and Uh, telling the audiences that this is a love story this can happen this happens only in a love story uh, things like that it looks like gulshan kumar wanted to do an album of songs he had nadim shravan kumar sanu all these guys and he had a set of people he had all the songs shot and they brought in mahesh but to shoot all the uh, songs and then maybe they just put in some story because that is what i felt but you just actually uh, confirmed that uh, thing for me now when you after listening to both of you guys i think i am also starting to like the movie I liked it as a musical. Like I was waiting for the songs to come. I was waiting for something absurd to happen, and then yeah, a song will come. And I tell you the the other thing. Okay, I'm not surprised about the musical part. I'll tell you why. 
because i mean uh, this is not a realization which i had in the past but it's more of a realization recently i mean as i've, I've been listening to a lot of interviews and all uh, at least in the south indian movies uh, there was this period in 80s between sometime between 84 and 88 or 89 when uh, ilai raja was at his peak right i mean he was making some 40 to 50 movies a year uh, so every week he would have an album coming out so the point here is that uh, there were a lot of movies which were made it's like the producer would simply go and ask ilai raja give me these six songs for these six situations he would take the songs and he will give it to a director and say now write a story around these six songs and make a movie so i those movies are big big hits by the way so which is why i'm not i won't be surprised if the story is true also really gulshan kumar has a cameo in the movie the movie plot also talks about super cassettes industries you know talent hunt that guy says main tumko gulshan kumar i'll make you famous and somehow i felt this is probably validation of kumar sanu went on to become a phenomenon in the 90s and that was kind of a angle of saying you know kumar sanu is like rahul roy and this is how talent is coming in india and gulshan kumar is the godfather for musicians and talented people in india i just felt as in it could have because that's his story and suddenly maheshwar said yeah this is a nice story and maybe i'll make a movie out of it also nadeem shravan i think it was a introduction of nadeem shravan also hitting the marquee right so before you say this did you know nadeem shravan actually composed song for a bhojpuri movie called dangal in the year 1973-5 it's disputable 3 you know which song 73 uh i mean i read it on wikipedia i'll be honest i'll not say acha acha okay it's it's a, it's a very famous song i have heard this song before but i had no idea this is nadeem shravan i knew manade but i did not know nadeem shravan and it goes back it's kashi hele mathura hele hele kal katware tohri lachki jo kam that song is nadeem shravan manade sujit kumar is singing that song this is then and then they had no career till 90s and straight cut to 1990 ashiki do exactly i mean 17 years later man i mean 17 they they have really struggled like people would have just given up it's just crazy that they continued and persevered till 90 1990 mahesh bhat comes and tells please make music for this movie i need like uh, 62 minutes of songs make it was gulshan kumar ah yeah, yeah gulshan kumar gulshan kumar yeah if our theory is true <laughs> Do you know the story of how uh, Anu Agarwal and Rahul Roy were uh, uh, selected for this movie? So I heard this interview of Rahul Roy and uh, uh, Anu Agarwal. Essentially, Mahesh Bhatt knew Rahul Roy's mom, Indra Roy. Yeah. So he goes to her house. He sees Rahul Roy with his hair. Huh? That hairstyle was still there. So he said, "This is something unique, and maybe you are the face. You come become a hero." So he still did not know that this guy is serious. But he said, "Yeah, I am serious. You come and make this movie with me." Anu Agarwal is even more interesting. So classic Bollywood uh, fable. So Mahesh Mahesh Bhatt sees Anu Agarwal in a party and tells Anu Agarwal, "कभी फिल्मों के बारे में सोचा है टाइप कॉन्वर्सेशन हैपेंस कि Do you want to act? I am thinking of a movie. I want you as the heroine. I will make you the heroine straight away." Anu Agarwal thinks that who is this guy and he cannot be serious and he she says, "I am going to Paris. I have uh, part I am participating in this modeling assignment or something and I am going to Paris." In fact, if you remember the movie plot of her going to Paris, in real life she goes to Paris for that modeling assignment. Comes back after six seven weeks. The moment she comes back, Mahesh Bhatt calls her. I'm making that movie. Come become a heroine. 
I was like, what a story. Mahesh Bhatt has actually stuck to his classic uh, formula of using his own life experiences to make movies. Oh, every time. This movie is full of the same, uh, you know, themes which he deals with in a lot of his movies. This movie, this movie actually has very little of that quotient uh, because though it starts off, it starts to take off. The moment uh, when I was re- doing the rewatch, um, uh, uh, when uh, you see the character coming in, that uh, master coming in and telling him that "Tera baapa ke gaya tha" and everything, then I thought, "Oh my God, this angle is also there in this movie. It's very underplayed." See, you have to understand. When you saw something in Zakum, it was from an angry son's point of view. But when you see it here, you also see it from Rima Lagu's point of view, right? So Rahul Roy is angry. He goes on a rampage. He goes to this police station, right? But immediately it is diffused because you meet a gentle giant. Amitabh Gill comes and tells you, anger is bad. Love. Ashiki Karo. When uh, you see the introduction of Rima Lagu's character, uh, reminded me of that Parveen Babi kind of a person. But then again, immediately her character changes. She mellows down. I was thinking that for the rest of the movie, she's this uh, paranoid Parveen Babi type character, you know? Yes. She does not become paranoid. She is very, very stable. Uh-huh. Actually, the women of the movie are very constant. That's it. I, this, that's where I wanted to go. The theme which I picked in the movie is of a very, very strong, uh, powerful female character. Okay, it was about feminism way, way before feminism was in vogue, like on public spaces. That's what I wanted to dwell on this point for just for a minute longer, simply because I wanted to ask both of you guys. I have not seen enough Mahesh Bhatt movies, but whatever limited Mahesh Bhatt movies I've seen, all of them are centered around very strong women. Always. Women. Yes. See, this is this is exactly what Srini was saying. Like, this is experiential for Mahesh Bhatt. So, he has seen this grief. He has seen this anger. And he wants to project it to the audience. Right? And that's where he is doing this course correction. If you, if you look at it, uh, like Pat was saying, uh, his base movies are... If you look at, uh, in some form or the other, uh, all the other movies... Or if not all the movies per se in the storylines, some characters will be derivatives of different characters from Earth. Hey, that's because it's the same. He's, he's talking about the same people. He, either he's talking about Parveen Babi or he's talking about his mother or his father. It's usually those stories, right? The, exactly. So if you look, if you look at it, uh, the same Rima Lagu character, there is a movie called Najais. Uh, the Ajay Devgan Najais. Ajay Devgan movie. Okay. Naziruddin Shah is a Dawn and everything. So, same Mahesh Bhatt movie. Same thing. He picks up the whole concept of the movie where Ajay Devgan is angry. In the same lines, you have yes. Zakam again, which is Mahesh Bhatt's angst. In this. So, you have the Parveen Babi character and his mother character, which influence it. And some form of derivatives of these characters are there in all his movies. Yes, yes. That's a very good point. I mean, so basically the woman who is left by the husband or a lover or somebody, but she stands for herself and brings up her family with a, with a lot of modicum of respect and with a lot of strength. And see, there's a beautiful moment in the movie where Reema Lagu goes and tells Anu Agarwal that you don't allow this guy to marry you now because he is not working. You are working and... He's going to be useless if he just marries you now. And you have to be independent. You should never compromise on these things. And that was, I think, for a 90s India. It was a very powerful statement to make. This was one scene. There is another scene where Anu Agarwal says, I don't want to stay with you. I want to be independent. I want to work. Give me any work. The beauty of that scene is Rahul Roy, 
who obviously again slightly badly written character but he gets it he gets the need for anogarwal to be independent that was like a brilliant thing i thought these were really very nicely done and the fact that she becomes a model in a 90s india and then kind of those days if you remember right sushmita aishwarya lara datta the entire battalion of uh, beauty queens and pageant winners had becoming was like very well done i thought but there again if you see his ego sparks up so that is because needlessly gets abhiman into the plot and correct even rima lagu makes it no slaps him and tells him that the person who is spoiling the relationship is you and your ego which is coming in this way that becomes abhiman straight away na that's what the entire this new ashiki 2 if you realize new ashiki 2 is straight away the second abhiman i really like mahesh bhat the early period mahesh bhat was just stunning like kabza naam kash saransh if you, even ashiki a great movie so pro- probably um, maybe janam was his uh, biggest movie which he made after ashiki with rahul roy but by the time he was kind of losing it but till this period he was solid no uh, actually what i was thinking was uh, probably uh, it started with ashiki itself uh, oh yeah he did have dil hai ki manta nahi but that was a rip off uh, nahi but he also had sadak after this no ah uh, sadak was after ashiki ha sadak was later so yeah he still had it but you realize that it was kind of fitting like kabza naam they were like phenomenal movies 1990 mahesh bhat made three movies jurm ashiki avargi jurm is vinod khanna vinod khanna avargi is a terrific movie and in fact i have seen that avargi earlier and i realize there are lots of similarities in avargi and ashiki when i saw ashiki recently because i had very i have very strong memories of watching avargi uh, when i saw it so avargi also similar in a way uh, anil kapoor is in love with meenakshi sheshadri helps her become uh, a famous singer tough triangle happens and govinda is a music director but otherwise he starts getting insecure when meenakshi sheshadri becomes famous as a singer and still they are in love right that angle and he is an alcoholic so i had a feeling ashiki 2 they took the alcoholic angle from avargi they took the second half of ashiki and made the movie this is what mohit suri or whoever has done ashiki too has done it i'll tell you one more point okay i was going through some numbers of mahesh bhat and uh, what he was doing etc if you take away 1997 and 2004 every year he has made minimum of two movies boss in 93 he's made six movies phir teri kahani yaad aayi guna sir hum hai rahi pyar ke gumra tadipar boss six movies prolific he was prolific okay so now we have kind of discussed the movie what we like about the movie and the plot in general but one thing i am really curious to know is the character of tom alter i was very confused by the character of tom alter when i saw this the same i i don't understand his motivation why he was doing that was there some other angle which i was not getting or am i thinking too much uh, open to you uh, box and free me i have some several questions i mean i'll i'll ask you the questions so what is uh, tom alter's whole perspective of being a warden what are the motives what does he have against rahul roy i mean if he just wanted to get anu agarwal married why not to rahul i mean it I, it's it's like and there is this constant thing he says ki tumhari maa ne napak kaam kiya tha aisa ye pavitra jagah hai ye pavitra jagah hai see also one bizarre thing was every time tom alter was speaking this shuddha hindi like he will say things like watavaran and sanskriti 
please don't give these words to him as in he's a great actor just don't give these words to him <laughs> it's not even like he's trying to convert them into some kind of a religious thing it's not that shini shini this is what i actually thought this time i had a vague feeling there is an angle here which is being very subtly hinted at so anu vargis is a christian tom alter is a christian some campbell his name is they are in a church arnie campbell arnie campbell yeah and they are in a church okay he is the warden of the hostel and protector of the church or whatever the hostel itself is mercy hostel no <laughs> mercy hostel and and the guy who is going to get engaged to anu agarwal who being set up by tom alter that guy's name is philip surely i thought about it this time when i was watching something is uh, fishy about this entire church angle this character of tom alter who is slightly very i mean for me confusing probably there is this angle of religiosity as you pr- probably bring back i don't know what the hell his motivations are other than that there is reema lagu who is a stable character but every other character is uh, like i don't know what deepak tijori is doing was okay so i felt deepak tijori belongs in a movie like dil chahta hai the character of deepak tijori straight you bring him out he has no motivation in life he has a shit ton of money he wants to go to goa is <laughs> like that kind of a <laughs> correct no but i'll tell you one more thing okay yes. He Unfortunately, was this is what happened to his career. I remember also. everybody wanted to be a friend. Who does he become? Can be a friend. Who does he become? Can be a friend. He was actually friend zoned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and one thing is that Deepak Tijori is like better looking than Rahul Roy. He's also better dressed than Rahul Roy in the movie. He's like in every way he's better than Rahul Roy, but he's the friend. Yeah, that that is precisely the thing. Even though his acting is not so great, he's better than Rahul Roy. That's the whole point. So, if you look at it, the whole movie has only some seven characters. There's Rahul Roy, Anu Agarwal, Deepak Tijori, Avatar Gill, Tom Alter, Reema Lagu. There is uh, the Mushtaq, uh, Master Master Ji. That's okay. And in Mushtaq Khan, in the last twenty minutes, you have this Padamsi character who comes in and messes around. you look at it really uh, the characters are not great man but for reema lagu i, I don't know i mean Deep, uh, yeah deepak tijori is a memorable character but apart from that see I, i had a feeling there was no motivation for mahesh bhat to do anything with the characters because he had got the gold mine in the songs he knew he had a hit i'll i'll tell you one more observation i have you look at the number of minutes rahul roy and annu agarwal sp- uh, speak in the whole movie usually they sing <laughs> boss it is not i i'm betting i know i forget after the singing also if you count the take the 70 minute 80 minute movie which is left over of the 80 minutes i'm betting they would not have spoken for more than 10 to 15 minutes mahesh bhat knows the dialogues are they're rubbish the most the most talking in the movie is done by tom alter dima lagu has extensive long dialogues and so on and so forth and avatar gil every now and then he will come and say something by the way you also have this mushtaq khan also coming and putting dialogues and deepak tijori this people who speak the least are these two and the and mahesh bhat has taken very big advantage here i mean i i'm just thinking again how smartly he's managed he shows both of them as introverted characters so they don't speak much and so you have this lot of silence through the movie also the background music is not heavy at all that was something which surprised me for a movie with so much amount of uh, great music there's barely any background music boss there are some high pitch notes like da 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 and all of that but there is no ba- there is a lot of silence here i think it's like uh, straight footage from roads on bombay roads in bombay and then straight away cut to a song then go to uti song bombay song also uh, also that kind of continuity was lacking like you know at times you are in uti at times you are in lonavla 
at times you are in film city continuity i will absolutely ignore because now we have established that this is a musical musical anything can happen <laughs> there is a scene where he stands in front of anu agarwal's hostel he makes this uh, shape i love you with these 20000 candles where does he get the candles in bombay on the road you are putting candles like <laughs> cops will kill you no 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 he's with a cop aake avtar gil comes and says that in love hai and goes away cop like avtar gil who says ye acha ye wo love story wali hai so which cop is going to talk to you like that they won't even remember you even the disconnect like for example uh, they run off uh, sometime during the day from the ballroom uh, end up at a sunrise on somewhere and uh, sorry sunset at a place and then they're sleeping there suddenly these three goons who appear and he fight they separated he uses janajigar janaman to locate her in the forest comes back to the city uses the same song to locate her in the city okay i i officially call it the gps song uh, so having said all this a few things kind of i was not very happy with okay this is that kind of 90s bullshit which was shown one was this uh, it was not a psycho character Uh, played by Rahul Roy, but slightly creepy, slightly that stalkerish behavior of the '90s boyfriends and colleges. It was very clearly I could see, you know, some channeling of those characters. It's not Amarkat level, Verma uh, level, but generally, thoda odd laga mujhe. This is what people were doing in colleges in India in the '90s. People will get this poison vial in front of the girls' hostel and say, "If you don't come out, I'm going to drink it and all." This is what used to happen. Only false note, maybe. Otherwise, solid movie. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and uh, the, see, you can see that there is an ego problem which Rahul Roy has. There is this in the entire story arc. He is very comfortable helping her. Well, she helps him even once. He thinks, "Ma, khudar ni." I mean, like, those are all very nice notes. I thought. I mean, I was very surprised to find it in the movie arc. In spite of the seriously, I did not remember this uh, nice angle of Rima Lagu talking about this. independent woman and nanu agarwal was talking about that independent woman. i absolutely did not remember i was very pleasantly surprised this time anu agarwal is just a waif she the whole movie she is just a waif i mean she has this blank look lips parted and then she puts i mean roll i mean she has this big eyes and she is just trying to look innocently that's the only thing she does across the movie see she was just a model she was just a model my shot saw her somewhere like become a heroine she did not maybe that acting training or coaching never happened right the supporting cast which you mentioned they were the stalwarts in acting like they held the acting together like avtar gil mushtaq khan tom alter yeah all these people were able to hold the movie together with their acting reema lagu these were the acting veterans one thing i really really love in any romantic movie which i am watching is the airport scene this is like one of my favorite scenes in a romantic movie if i am watching it and there is a stunning airport scene in ashiki but obviously i will talk about which one i love the most it's not necessary that they go to a airport but typically there are lots of airport scenes you uh, in notting hill they go to this press conference with julia roberts is uh, giving her speech and hugh grant you know t- uh, cuts across london in a car they make their way to that press conference here it is the airport jani tu ya janina is the airport but the best airport scene for me is pyar to hona hi tha where ajay devgan goes to chase kajol and uh, he finds her in the flight so i'll tell you why that is funny but before that even in the chase scene they show there are lots of characters who will come in and they will help you make your way through and avtar gil is that person here suddenly he is struggling and avtar gil hey love story kya ho raha hai so immediately he is like into the hook ki ha tere ko isko airport leke jana hai 
so this is how it was very nicely very cutely done so the, uh, now talking about the airport scene i really want to talk about this scene from pyar to hona tha so pyar to hona tha ajay devgan does the same thing his car crashes he runs then he finally reaches the airport and he wants to make his way through the security who are not allowing him to go in so he makes a scene and then the head of security comes in guess who is the head of security this is anant mahadevan okay anant mahadevan <laughs> anant, anant mahadevan comes and says hey what is this what is happening so ajay devgan gives us the kahani कि सर ये बहुत ये है वट सर ये प्यार का मामला है अब समझते क्यों नहीं तो अनंत महादेवन इन इज वेरी कॉकी सिक्योरिटी ऑफिसर बॉय वॉट ये प्यार का मामला है सिक्योरिटी इसको जाने दो हिलेरियस सो दैट्स फॉर मी द गोल्ड स्टैंडर्ड ऑफ एनियर बट लाइक दैट हैज टू बी हिलेरियस Otherwise, what's the point? But this is also equally good, very nicely and cutely done. I thought <laughs> airport scene. Yeah, but uh, for me, uh, it was it was it was kind of uh, funny uh, in a way. But uh, uh, yeah, I've seen better. That's what I feel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, obviously. Uh, the much better airport scene. Nicely done. I thought no, no, no negative points for the airport scene. Like cutely done. They make their way. They he gets the girl. That is what should have happened. Someone should get the girl. That's the idea of an airport scene. Finally, I want to talk about the the jacket scene which Shrini referred to. So, in fact, I had asked a question a few weeks back. So, when Mahesh Bhatt was making the movie, he came with this poster idea and told Anuragarwal and Rahul Rai that I am not going to show your faces and we will cover your faces with this jacket on the on the cassette cover or the poster. And this is amazing. And they were like furiously, like, "What? We are making our debut. We want our faces to be seen by people." But Mahesh Bhatt said, "No, no, no. Don't worry. This is going to work." And there will be this uh, mystery about you i will create something don't worry and they listen to him and obviously we know that poster that imagery has become iconic so nicely done by mahesh but there as well literally iconic it it has been used as icon keychains you name it everywhere bumper stickers there is one point i wanted to make apparently rahul roy's voice was not good and so he was dubbed by aditya pancholi damn <laughs> I did not pick it when I saw it recently. I knew it's his voice is off. I thought somebody dubbed it, but I did not. Because uh, I think Aditya Panchali also has a very useless voice. Some uh, it is it does not have that unique timbre which will stand in your ear or something like that. But uh, I was uh, I, I mean I I was also thinking exactly the same thing because I remember seeing uh, this guy in Junoon year and I was thinking iska to voice aisa nahi hai. I mean, and then I was thinking, what's going on? Then I looked it up, and then it said Aditya Pancholi gave the voice. So I was thinking, okay, fine. Made a mental note to talk about this. I think we have uh, we have discussed almost everything that we have liked and not liked, and what worked and what did not work, except one major thing. We have not discussed the heartbeat of the movie. The heartbeat of the movie is the music of the movie. Like absolute chart buster. I'm not saying in terms of. the technical compositions or the quality of writing it's not an indivar it's not like a gulzar but it's a samir but it's still well done it's melodious i don't even think about technique or composition it's it's a very nice sounding well sung excellent choice of singers there is no old lata singing oh no no pack uh, when i re listen to i sat, took my time out to listen to uh, you know ashik and uh, i have made lot of fun of kumar sanu and uh, i take back a lot of my words yes. thank you thank you bargo thank you <laughs> bargo you actually said you actually said what i wanted to say to uh, 
but again I, i'll i'll stick to my opinion this is probably uh, the only album of kumar sanu that i can listen to beyond this i can't bear that guy you spoke too soon i will say fer feri kahani yaad aayi just listen to that album that is his peak possible pack i am saying that it's possible that could be his peak but i am saying that the later kumar sanu post 1995 probably is the timeline which i would stick to uh is absolutely terrible i mean basically he hams the reason why i like kumar sanu is not because i think he's kishor kumar or mohammed rafi the reason why i like kishor uh, kumar sanu is because he made 90s better <laughs> he made 90s better than mohammed aziz and the other fellow shabbir kumar my god the late 80s the late 80s were a miser- miserable time of listening to music at least i mean for all my distaste and dislike for kumar sanu of the late 90s i still think ashiki i take back my words for just for that album man he actually has done a very very good job i'll tell you who i have a problem with i have a huge mega problem with anuradha padwal horrible i mean she is i mean i'm not saying that she's a bad singer but this she is a cloying sweetness to her voice after a while it, you can't hear any more of her it's cloying anuradha padwal has her own style she had she had a very specific zone she will never be able to she never got out of that zone it was that t series jhankar beats bhajan yeah she 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 sang odia bhajans if you listen to a udit narayan and anuradha padwal song you will feel that both of them are laughing or smiling this happens all the like jawani ka pehla eh i feel like udit narayan is laughing while singing the song similarly with anuradha padwal are itna hasna zaruri nahi hai matlab ajnabi it's like nahi nahi this is a sad song don't laugh i did not have a major problem with anuradha padwal singing in the song but i i get what bhargav is saying i i i i got that as well that annoying uh, sweetness which he mentioned it was there but somehow it did not affect me because maybe i was also like uh in enamored by kumar sanu's voice so i did not care about anyone else in that song so i mean the other thing you should notice is the apart from i think two tracks i forget which two tracks the songs are all strings they are all violins with a little, little bit of tabla and some bongos that's it that's nadim shravan melody melody is beautiful every song every song is catchy the moment you, it starts you're hooked and it ends like what a song that's the beauty of this uh, movie like you know uh, even when we were i was thinking about uh, rewatching this movie uh, i thought like okay i'll mark it for today and i'll watch it and even when the thought of that movie comes i start humming one of the songs from the movie you won't believe when the song came mera dil tere liye so i was like watching the movie silently but when the song came i i just realized i'm singing the song i'm not watching i'm singing the song one thing i wanted to add here and that is on samir i absolutely hate samir he is like the most generic lyrics writer in the history of indian cinema a friend a very close friend recently said samir is the ravi shastri of lyricists he can be automated by ai and he's like on point in this album somehow he is like written lines which i never expected samir to write especially like uh, the song tu meri zindagi hai usme there is this line where he says to hi meri pehli khwahish to hi aakhri what a beautiful line that is are both he is one a film fair he is one a film fair for the the best i mean best lyricist for nazar ke samne 
ಡಿಫರೆಂಟ್ Uh, all the i mean phenomenal singers and the shelf life they have and all if you take a lata or a mohammad rafi or a kishore they uh, everybody every one of them hams at the later part of their career right like lata hams right from mid 80s onwards she is just hamming through bus for the next 15 years right mohammad rafi also last 10 years of his life he was just hamming through kishore yes hamming through for the last 5 years of his life the point is the reason they are great still is for the longest period of time they refused to ham they used to go back to their singing and see how they could fix and what they could improve on so you look at sonu nigam each one of these singers arijit singh sonu nigam kumar sanu all of them they fell into the trap that they became lazy with the kind of songs they were singing and they stuck to the same thing they never worked on it after a period of time they started hamming that for me is the reason why all of these guys failed so easily arijit singh man in my opinion in when he started i was like blown away uh, i really liked his singing when he started and then very quickly he fit i'll tell you who's the kumar sanu of 20th uh, 21st century for me it's mohit chauhan you listen to him after another 15 years you will be shocked about how the hell did he get so many songs to sing in early 2000s actually rockstar is mohit chauhan's aashiqui so uh, some of the statistics around this album is also staggering i mean it's supposed to be the best selling bollywood soundtrack of all time 20 million units da it has sold this i don't think we made anything out of ticket sales it's out of cassette sales only no da srini that is my funny point right i mean it says that the box of collections is 5 crore so srini what you have to understand is those days people will want to go to a theater to watch the songs Why do you think Hamakya Hankon had some 17 songs? Because people love songs. And the other thing is, you did not have MTVs, no, those days. With MTVs, people like songs. We are India, we like songs. <laughs> Raja, people went to see Akhiya Milao, Akhiya Churao on screen. Music is a thing. People really want to watch songs uh, on screen. So one interesting thing I want to talk about because we are talking about songs is, this movie actually starts with a song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what is the biggest problem I have with that song. The sitar is playing... and he is playing on guitar boss and the other thing is the standard problem i have with all any lot of indian movies is you're playing an electric guitar and there is no wire attached and then just you're just walking around have you seen hum dono the old one devanand hum dono sadhana that movie also starts with a song that essentially so the movie starts uh, once the credits are gone sadhana does not speak devanand does not speak they just like are silent they like they do a lot of things like she gives gives him a lighter but nobody speaks the first audio or voice which you hear is the song abhi na jao chhodkar and very brilliantly done but when i saw this immediately i remembered have i seen another movie where straight away starts with the song i i could just remember hum dono there could be many but that is one of the striking points that i noticed in this one these days you have the songs in the end credits but this is one of those things which had a song in the title credit so i have another point there shrini i mean that's why i find this a very good uh, i mean now the world comes around to the same point which is that your draw to a movie was primarily through songs right and the point is 
uh, and we lost it for the last about 15 years and it's again come back to the point where it's again the promo material has gone back to songs so that's a nice uh, life comes around types uh, there is a reason why chitrahar was a thing i have no doubts that i will always love songs and like that's how i was hooked into movies i guess you see the songs you get hooked then you watch the movies bargava very clearly said that draw was music the songs i anyway love that i am sure people would have wanted to go to a theater and also you have to you are forgetting people really wanted to see anu agarwal and rahul roy on screen they had a become a rage right nobody knew who they are it's like suddenly to random people getting all these amazing songs and someone like mahesh bhat is directing them let's just watch this movie later when nothing happened in their careers went nowhere you you realize what happened right they became superstars overnight that is true but uh, anu agarwal did not uh, enjoy the luxury like rahul roy did right she had a very big accident and her career went away right she had an accident still she made like i think she made three four movies the careers went nowhere rahul roy made junoon rahul roy made janam so we realized these things are not going to work out we are talking about the 90s you know what happened right we got sharukh we got amir we got everyone came in at that time ha uh-huh. i'm saying salman akshay name it they all came then no in 90s yeah that's what like these these guys would have been murdered had they continued for another 2 3 years it was like in a way nice that they just phased out instead of getting hammered by these beasts of bollywood so uh, i mean i just want to digress a little bit here going back to the music point super cassettes which became tv t series t series is the bigger has the most number of youtube subscribers today in the world t is entirely t series and all of the songs are there yes and what they are doing now they are taking all those songs asking hani singh and bacha to recreate them take some new faces and done they are making more money out of the same songs from the data which i see apparently they have 114 billion views now you can imagine how much money they possibly have made as we record this episode they are making more money than us much <laughs> more money than what we have made in all our lives da <laughs> Yes, that's a fair statement. So yeah. it's it's just crazy stuff. Okay, we've come to our last final segment. We'll do a couple of categories, perhaps, and just talk about whether the movie has aged well or not. We'll see what worked the most, what didn't for us, and that's about it. So first, we start off with uh, whether the movie has aged well or not. Bugs, Shini, because for me, I I really I liked it more maybe than the first time I liked it. plus one pat i think we already discussed this point i am in agreement with you that uh, for me uh, I, i mean it opened my eyes to ashiki and possibly why the movie was hit also in fact uh, if you realize this is the first movie in our series so far which we have liked recently <laughs> this is a oddity in that list but good 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 to have ashiki in the back shini i think you also agree i'm a little iffy about uh, liking it now uh, i mean i didn't feel that uh, the movie aged quite well but nevertheless if you really look at it um, uh, maybe thanks to the podcast and uh, after listening to you guys if i change my perspective and look at it from a musical point of view it makes absolute sense to me. see that's what i did not have this perspective before i had it only when i was watching this time because it looked like it felt like a musical it looked like a musical and it was a musical and uh, even even after the, all these things um, uh, i i only heard ashiki then and i will rehear ashiki for the rest of my life <laughs> yes, that i agree. i don't think i'll watch <laughs> yeah i will probably not watch i will just watch the airport scene maybe because kya ye love story hai <laughs> that scene <laughs> yeah but uh, but good 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 fun watching it i i really enjoyed watching ashiki recently 
I had a couple of other points to make, but I don't know which category they will fall under. One point is very simple. You remember the point which I discussed to you earlier about the politics. There is a scene where Anu Agarwal's photo slips out of uh, Rahul Roy's hand and falls on the road, and uh, he tries to pick it up, and that's when that song starts, "Tu Aashiqui Hai" and all. So when he comes down on the wall, I mean, I just noticed Shiv Sena plus Bhajpa. and boss it just i just realized that this is 1990 and that is the first mahagathbandhan of shiv sena and bjp that was a year when pramod mahajan actually tied down those two threads if if right and that that gathbandhan was existing till last year man just one uh, one quick uh, you know glimpse into when it started actually that's what i thought was very interesting for me uh, it was like a nice uh, throwaway to the politics of that time That there is this nagin salute which deepak tijori does that i boss school kids <laughs> all used to do it man what is really what yeah, wrong yeah. with you didn't anybody do it in your school that, that is that is the most disgusting thing which that is why it, it is disgusting for me because people used to do that see they were, they used to do then we were kids shrini come on <laughs> uh, but for, for me for me the annoying thing somehow was this tom walter character i really liked the acting and everything but i just did not understand what is happening to his character why is he so pissed like bugs also said earlier like every girl he will go and say tumhari maa ne ye paap kiya tha ye it's very random isn't there is no back story for him maybe he has suffered he is also an orphan something has happened in his life but that was never discussed is like very random church hai peter hai thomas hai kya ho raha hai <laughs> and come to think about it pat i mean he is not even a true villain okay i mean it's not like he is out to uh, you know mad you know he is not out to uh, you know do something nasty to the girl why that's a, that itself is a fascinating spin off story in my opinion yaar <laughs> tom walter ke sath kya hua tha so pat i agree with you on the tom walter thing the other thing which annoyed me in this through the movie was really both of their faces man uh, rahul roy and annu agarwal expression less uh, horrible I, i i think they were just picked out of nowhere like like i told you the story they were just picked out of nowhere like why should you saw them i'm going to make a movie i have the music this movie does not need famous faces otherwise it won't work let me just take random people but that way you look at it even in qsqt you had amir khan and juhi chawla who were more or less new faces Amir had a connection, no? That's what I'm saying. As in the, अरे कुछ भी रहने दो, फिर भी ना, there was some expressiveness in the face, so something was there. I mean, uh, I think Mahesh Bhat did a ma- something magical with them, and that's all I'll say. He did. Final category I want to talk about is because this is the time where we saw a lot of people uh, whom we have liked in the past and we've seen in some of the movies, some of the TV shows, and suddenly a lot of them appearing in this movie. So I want to. talk about this category called which lost face did you see in the movie and you were really happy with it like let's call it the jagdish raj of the movie character uh, the award goes to avtar gill because recently i watched kamyab it was nice avtar gill yes well done so i i was i was tossing between mushtaq khan and avtar gill but when i saw the movie the way avtar gill's character helps the hero and is this nice guy you know you never will probably meet a cop who is like avtar gill but that's the beauty of this character you believe that this is a nice cop ye tu nahi samjhega ye love story hai aashiqui the final segment is uh, best dialogue in the movie for you uh, i thought there were two uh, i mean one dialogue i don't know if it's stunning and all but it's i found it very interesting and it came from the unlikely source of annu agarwal in the movie where she says uh, to 
uh, Rahul Roy. She says before. I mean, the first time they meet in that uh, room near the library. She says. जब मेरा ही कोई भविष्य नहीं है तो मेरे साथ तुम्हारा क्या भविष्य हो सकता है राखी देर में चिंगारी मार ढूंढो मेरे पास तुम्हें देने के लिए कुछ नहीं है राख की डेर में चिंगारी मत दो तजुर्बे की बात कहती हूँ बेटी रिश्ता वही सफल हो सकता है जिसमें दो लोगों के बीच बराबरी हो रिश्ता वही सफल हो सकता है जिसमें दो लोगों के बीच बराबरी हो आई थॉट दैट वाज अ वेरी गुड डायलॉग यू नो व्हाई आई आल्सो रिमेंबर्ड दिस लाइन सो दिस अ वेरी नाइस थिंग व्हिच हैव सेड दिस इज समथिंग व्हिच स्टक आउट वेरी सिमिलरली आई इमीडिएटली रिमेंबर्ड यस बॉस इन यस बॉस uh juhi chawla and sharukh khan are having this conversation in this park uh, i think near the waterfront or something it's a beautiful line and again like i don't know whether these lines are valid today but in 90s it kind of felt amazing okay she says uh do nakamyab log ek kamyab zindagi nahi bana sakte this is what juhi chawla says in yes boss not very similar to this but also not very dissimilar to this like beautiful line there which i remembered i will agree that this is a great era but i want to Talk about this dialogue. Now that you mentioned, I want to go back to this dialogue which Tom Hardy goes and says to every girl that. तुम जानती हो ना कि तुम्हारी माँ के साथ क्या हुआ था? वो खुद अपने कर्मों का बोझ नहीं उठा पाई. इसलिए वो ट्रेन के नीचे कूदकर मर गई. अब क्या है? It was so random. इसे I just could not forget about this. Like, what is happening? Why is he like? तुम्हारी माँ ने पाप किया है. तुम्हें छोड़ के चली गई थी दिस इज लाइक सेल्स इन द हॉस्टल आई थिंक वेरी वेरी शेडी एंड क्रिंजी बट इन ए वियर्ड वे बट आई रिमेम्बर दिस दिस बट ऑब्वियसली द रीवा सो दैट्स व्हाट वी वांटेड टू टॉक अबाउट आशिकी एंड एज यू सी वी रियली लाइक द मूवी होप यू ऑल्सो लव द मूवी इफ यू वॉच इट अगेन Please keep your comments coming. This is our third episode. We have another seven episodes to shoot in this season. Let us know if you want any specific movie that you want us to talk about. Uh, we'll see if it's in our list, and we will try to talk about it or discuss it. That's it from the first day first show podcast. This is your host Pat, and with your co-hosts Bugs and Shini. All right, guys. See you around the next episode. <laughs>